Hello. Hello. We are back. We are back in person for a few weeks before I go back to Butler. I'm so sad. Very sad. <laughs> I know. I know. We're gonna only be in person for a little longer and then back to Zoom. Sad. Yes. Well, I mean, we're on Zoom anyway, recording it. But yeah. Anyway, moving on. I'm Miranda. I'm Shivani. And we are far from normal. Did we write down episode 55? Episode 55, yeah. Um, as promised, we're doing like a switch up interview. Last week I did marketing. And this week, Shivani is going to talk to us a little bit about finance. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I'll start into questions. So basically, my general... I'm going to give you a general question like I did last week. Why finance? Why finance? Why finance? Yeah, so we covered a little bit of this in like the first of our business mm -hmm. series episodes. But basically, um, I have a bunch of family members who are in finance. And so they were um, like, you know, super excited about like inducting me into the family business. So they um, showed me around and um, what I was exposed to mostly had to do with private wealth management and like financial advisory sort of thing and helping people plan for retirements and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't know if I wanted to do that at first. So I definitely was like a little opposed to it at first, just because, mm -hmm. you know, my family's doing it. And I felt like I was like, you know, it was something I had to do. So it wasn't really my choice. So I definitely like explored my options a bit before settling with finance. Um, I chose finance in the end because I already had my foot in the door and I couldn't really find anything else I really liked. And I could see myself doing something with finance just because I understood it more than I understood anything else. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw there's a lot of opportunities within finance that I feel like a lot of people don't know about. And I definitely didn't know about until recently when I actually started getting serious about finance. Um, so that's where I am with it right yeah. now. I feel like a lot of people see finance as like just math. And I was going to ask you kind of to tell us what you enjoy about it or like what kind of experience you've gotten from the classes, the job that you had, kind of give us some sort of overview about the major. Yeah. So a lot of people think, you know, like banking with uh, finance or like maybe stocks and trading and stuff like that. When you can do a lot with a finance major. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't have all the experience to like, just tell you everything about finance. Like, I honestly don't know what I wanna do exactly with my finance major because there's just so much I could do with it. And um, so many paths I could go down and it's kind of like just figuring out if you wanna be, oh, I should probably clarify this. Like, if you're getting into finance, um, you can be more of a social person and interact with a lot of people and do a lot of communicating, communication and talking with people to like develop strategies and stuff like that. That's like one side of finance. And the other side is just like working on your own and doing everything on your own and figuring out, evaluating like the financial conditions of a business or a company by yourself and not really communicating. Mm -hmm. So there's more of like a communicative aspect and like another aspect where you just, if you don't like communicating with people, you can just do that, which is more like, <laughs> accounting and stuff like okay. that um so in the in the finance classes i've taken so far i've only really taken like a couple accounting classes and economics or economics i <laughs> don't know how people say yeah. that um and i've also taken some yeah just some other finance classes i've taken like an intro to finance class and then to two accounting classes and then all of my um 
economics classes. And that's kind of what you would need um, to get started to figure out where you want to go. There's also like real estate and you can also uh, focus on just accounting specifically. Okay. Um, finance is to, is similar to accounting, but it's not, it focuses more on like managing an investment. So okay. it's, um, it's a little bit more, it focuses, yeah, on managing investment. I don't know how to explain it better than that, really. Um, but yeah, I guess you, you asked what I liked. Yeah. yeah. What I liked. Um, well, I guess my ex like expertise is more within like private wealth management. Mm -hmm. And I like the aspect of like helping people get a financial education because it's kind of insane to me how like there's a lot of people just that that don't understand it or don't have mm -hmm. access to it and don't really know what they're doing. They're just like, oh, I'll just put it in the bank to save and like, you know, I'll let it, you know, compile and accumulate. accumulate, compile. My gosh, words. Try. Yeah, accumulate. But like, you're not going to get very far with that if you just have it in the bank, like with the, you know, with the amount of money that you get back from the bank, you are not going to have enough for retirement. So you definitely have to diversify your portfolio Scary. and like, you know, cause like, yeah, if you just put it in the bank, you're, you're not going to be able to retire with a sufficient amount of money. Like you will probably need to get on like medicaid or something i don't know oh that's um, scary i didn't know that yeah you can't yeah because you just won't especially with like the how the economy is working now and like inflation and stuff like that and like you can't really predict the future so you always have to like shoot above what you think you need okay so that's, that's fair um so like if you think you're going to be fine with a million dollars you're probably going to want to save two million dollars because the economy can change yeah. and you want to have more than you need because why would you want to have less than you need, you know? Right. Um, but yeah. And there's also like insurance. I deal with a lot of insurance and I've deal, dealt with like a lot of like retirement planning and diversifying portfolios and figuring out um, how to help people get rid of their debt and how to help people figure out how they can like raise their income and stuff like that. Um, so that's where my area of expertise is. And I specifically like that because I feel like I'm giving back to people directly Whereas like all the other careers, they do give back to people directly and they all like contribute to like stimulating the economy. But like, I like that specific role just because I get to talk to people too. And also I feel like I'm better at like communicating with people and maybe like relating a little bit more than the more technical aspects yeah. of like, you know, risk analysis and like uh, financial modeling and figuring out like the debt and revenue and costs and stuff like that, which is all very interesting. But like, I like people more, like yeah. communicating with people yeah. more. So that's my okay. thing. Cool. Um, we could probably do like just an episode based on like diversifying the portfolio. So I'll wait to ask you questions about that. Or I can ask you questions up to you. <laughs> but um, I was going to ask like, this is something I noticed myself doing. And I was curious, have your like political opinions changed by learning more about the economy and like finance and all that stuff? That's a good question. Um. I think I just have like a better understanding of how like everything works now. So like kind of, and like, I guess I've like, since I've gotten into finance, I've become like a little more conservative, I think, mm -hmm. <laughs> which like, I guess that makes sense because you're like looking at how everything works right. and you're seeing how, like how every role has like its own like reason and it has to be there and you can't just like throw money somewhere else because you'll be throwing off other um other like functions in the economy yeah. like if that makes any sense so like just seeing how it all works together has definitely made me realize that you can't just like make careless decisions and be like oh we need to help these people in like a different country but like if you take away money from this aspect of the economy then you're hurting our yeah. people and then when you're trying to help other people so it's just like yeah, yeah it's definitely changed my views in that 
sense. Mm-hmm. So like, it's more complicated than it, it looks. Is, it is. Everything <laughs> is so complicated. Yeah. Because, and I, yeah. prior to that, I was just like, let's help everybody. But you, you can't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> um, This is like a question that we've had debates about at Butler. Um, And obviously there's, it's hard to pinpick which one is more important, but if you had to, would you say microeconomics or macroeconomics is more important? <laughs> I, I didn't know. care her for this question. Uh, I feel like, I mean, I guess the cop-out answer would be just like, they're both important, but like, I mean, you would need to go micro before you go macro. Yeah. So micro. Okay. <laughs> so like, I mean, you would need to understand how everything works at like the root, like the, you know, before you take it all bigger because I think wide scale yeah yeah, wider scale so definitely I mean that's why kind of why I like I'm in private wealth management because I'm helping people directly rather than helping the companies you Mm -hmm. know because like if you can help the people then you help everything else you stimulate the economy yeah you stimulate the economy and like you solve a lot of problems by working down there at the root I I hope that made sense no it did yeah (laughs) that's kind of that makes sense. Mm. Yep. I, I don't have a response to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, um, so, well, I guess we'll talk about portfolios in a different episode. I... Yeah, probably. Okay. Uh, that's it. I could probably spend a lot of time on okay. that. And um, honestly, I probably couldn't give you very much because it's a very case by case basis. Like you would need to look at like an mm-hmm. individual or family's um, find it financial like condition basically, yeah. and then evaluate what to do from there. So then it's different for everyone. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so finance. Um, I'll try to actually redirect my question. Sorry. No, you're They're a little over the place. Um, I am taking finance when I'm abroad. How do you think, like, it's U.S. finance, right, that you're taking? Or do you think it works universally? Um, it just depends on what you want to focus on, really, because, like, you could get into international finance, and that's, like, super cool, because you get to look at all how, like, finance works in different, like, globally, and that's, like, a path you could go down if you want to. There's, like, you know, there's different types of finance, like, personal finance, there's public finance, there's corporate finance, and then there's, like, you know, international finance, and so, uh, yeah, taking finance in a different country might be different than, you know, learning about it here well it will be different not might be different it will be different um because like economies are different and yeah they all function differently do you think like globalization i mean obviously globalization makes it more similar but like how different do you think it'd be i guess you probably don't know yeah because i haven't really taken an international finance class but i can tell you from like a different class i've taken like the p like you know the society i feel like influences how the market functions so like you know i watched this like i think we talked about this earlier but like i watched a film um about like just chinese workers versus like american mm-hmm. workers and seeing how like their society functioned and like what their values were really influenced how they like worked like i guess the chinese workers worked as hard as they could even if even when they knew that they weren't going to get like a high pay right like it's just like within their culture and their values and their beliefs that you know hard work is like something that you just do value value and something that's like super high on their priority list whereas like the U.S. workers they would try to find a way out (laughs) they would try to find a way to like you know they would they are very opinionated and they're very like are open and want to voice um all their struggles and things whereas like maybe in the east they don't do that as much so that 
could be a positive or a negative depending mm-hmm. on how you look at it um yeah so like it, it it would be to answer your question it would be slightly not slightly it could be very different based yeah. on where you go yeah i this is more ethical and less financial but mm-hmm. it is a financial question so you're talking about like china versus us right mm-hmm. so like we have the ethical question of like those sweatshops in different countries but it does help the economies grow do you think like is there balance to that or would you say we should focus more on the ethical or we should let them do what they can to help their economy mm, i think this is like a subjective question mm-hmm. honestly for me i would want to say more ethical just because we've i feel like we've done enough work with like the economy like now it's time to like switch things up like i think we need to be working on like saving the environment and making sure it's like it's not just about money and growing yeah. capital and stuff like that like some of it you can you can't keep some of that but i think it definitely needs to be pivoted toward more of a, like a sustainable type of mission and yeah. like a greener and a more um yeah i think we need to be helping the public more like there's definitely things that companies could be doing to give back to the public mm-hmm. but are not doing because they have other agendas yeah so um yeah, I think it depends on who you ask. I mean, I think more ethical, yeah. obviously. Do you think the U.S. or, like, U.S. companies have more responsibility since we are economically, like, ahead of a lot of countries? More responsible? Like, we're uh, more responsible to being ethical than, like, say, like, India or, like, a third world country? I mean, honestly, I think India could be doing it, too. Okay. Like, I think I think every country should have told some responsibility. I don't think it should just be one country. Okay. But like, I mean, yeah, I just think in general, we just need to be more giving back. I don't know. That's very <laughs> naive way of looking at it. It's, but like, yeah. I mean, it's fair. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> fair. Um, so like you've talked about a little bit, and I think we talked about this in the marketing episode and even the business one-on-one. Like finance majors having a different personality type aspect or like more rigid kind of description is what I feel like I've gotten from you. And I was hoping you could elaborate on that. Okay, this is just a really like subjective personal thing that I've noticed. So I'm not really sure if anyone else has noticed this or it's just all in my head. Mm -hmm. But like I've like attended a lot of like, you know, networking events and like recruitment events and um I even went to like a marketing a marketing like recruitment event because I thought I wanted to get into marketing and I wanted to like see my options and stuff like mm-hmm. that I've just noticed like big differences and how like people within these major majors like hold themselves um I mostly just like evaluated like marketing majors and finance majors because that's what the most I'm familiar with and gotcha. also Miranda's a marketing major so <laughs> super cool but um I noticed that like marketing majors they tend to focus a little bit more on like um creativity oh i mean it is creativity like it's very creative it's a very creative major like you have to be creative um but like you can see it in like the way they act really like you can see it in the way they dress whereas like um you maybe you'd have like a more mm, like you you're the way that you dress is more creative if that makes any sense like maybe you'd have like a really nice colored shirt and then like you'd pair it with like a really pretty necklace and then you'd pair it with like earrings that match a necklace and then like a blazer just to like top it all off I don't know if I'm making any sense but that compared to like a finance major where it's more like 
it's more like black and white what you can do <laughs> like it's like there's industry standards and you have to follow those industry standards I, I think that's partly just because it's so competitive that you have to like make yourself stand out and be like the most professional you can be and like okay. um and like you know companies are like looking for like like the best of the best basically so like there's like standards for that and like, maybe their i their i like their standards are like someone who has um and like maybe they have like a blazer but then like maybe a black shirt and it's all like very i don't know it feels very black and white to me and very rigid and very structured um because there's not much room to make a mistake <laughs> if that makes any sense but um yeah they're definitely more structured i feel like as a finance major yeah. just like their personality too like everything is planned out like um i've noticed that like a lot of um the people who like want to like have really high goals for themselves who are finance majors they like when they have to like attend a zoom meeting they get like the questions in advance and they will write out the answers oh, wow. and they will like say the answers word for word and that's really hard sometimes because you want to be authentic but you also want to sound professional and sometimes it sounds a little robotic sometimes which i think is like a common theme that i've noticed like a lot of finance majors are like kind of robotic but it's because they just want to be professional sounding mm -hmm. um so i i don't know for me it looks like marketing majors are a little more free to like be who they are <laughs> but like yeah. uh, i don't know that just could be that could just be like my perspective right um and you've been in the workforce. So do you think the like finance workforce reflects the logical structure, the like interview process of like memorizing stuff? Do you think the workforce still like it carries over or do you think the workforce is more freeing? Workforce as in like my work as like a yeah. financial professional. Yeah. See, like, I don't know if that's necessarily workforce because I wasn't working within a company. I okay. was like my own my own boss basically which is like you can do that within private wealth management if you wanted to you can work through a company or you can just go independent um i want the independent route i'm currently on break right now just to focus on like university stuff and to get corporate experience because i think that would be helpful for like networking and stuff and because i don't really know what i want to do yet mm -hmm. but um and i'm still figuring it out i mean i have like my biases and whatever all right bring it back um so <laughs> um yeah uh because i've done some work as like a financial professional helping people um do retirement planning and stuff like that i think i'm was and i was independent i think i was freer to like act outside of the industry standards because mm -hmm. i was independent so like I, yeah i think it just depends on like what you do like if you stay on the corporate route then you're gonna have to like follow these standards and you know yeah. like um you know there's like sort of like a hierarchy like there's a higher up to the senior executive boards and there's like you know people that right. you have to like give information to and stuff like that so like there's definitely like standards for that and like deadlines and for that and whereas like what i was doing there wasn't any deadlines and it was all very like me i have mm -hmm. to like take care of it myself um and like so in that sense i had a lot of freedom with how i wanted to come off to like my clients so like say i wanted to relate to another family who um maybe happens to oh like hates their job right now um and wants to get into something else maybe i would just approach them from that angle and be like hey i was totally in your position and like i can offer you the side hustle that really helped me and can give you opportunities to give back to the community and blah 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 blah. and so like there's different ways you can go about it and communication is key with these kinds of jobs and it can go really wrong with that in a lot of different ways so like it definitely takes a lot of trial and error mm -hmm.
<laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, do you think the like, quote unquote, I was thinking about it, the quote unquote rigidness or like set finance, like attire interview and all that stuff. To me, I feel like it's, it reflects a lot of like what the major is about because the major is about like analyzing things and like reaching like more profit and like it's a very analytical major whereas marketing does have that creative side like it literally reflects what people are interested in reflects in what they wear and what they show up yeah. as in the interview okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah no that's probably what what it is it's just like it's more like wait what's the side of the brain is the left side more logical or is that right side I don't know, know. Uh, but whatever side is more illogical, I think it kind of like, yeah, reflects like the people that you see around there. And I don't necessarily consider myself just logical. Like I like being creative Mm -hmm. and that's probably why I like like private wealth management, just because like I have that freedom to like communicate with people in different ways. And I like also thought about like making presentations and, you know, adding like, you know, gifts and memes to like help them understand it better, you know, so you can be creative in that sense. Mm -hmm. And, but like, you know, with those other more technical jobs like a financial analyst or like commercial banking and stuff you don't really have room to be creative so I think that like just shows in their personality and their attire and so maybe that's where it comes from but that's that's just kind of like you want to be the best like like can you be better than like is there a variety or is it just like people are better than others I don't Are think there, anyone's better than another. Honestly, I think like everyone has their role. Like, you know, a financial analyst is like an entry level job. Mm-hmm. And so like they conduct like a lot of risk analysis and a lot of like do a lot of like strategic planning and stuff like that. So like their job, like they probably get they're probably like on the lower tier of people who get paid. And then there's like invest investment banking, which they're known to like get a lot of pay and like have really high pay. So like they all their research and stuff goes to them so they get that helps them do their job so like okay. it goes through a bunch of tiers so like so it's not necessarily like the top guy is doing everything no like they definitely the work guys. they okay. definitely do work with like everyone else but um and they all help each other really so it all kind of they all have the rules like a finance team yeah 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 okay <laughs> yeah and i yeah there's just a lot that i don't know so like I would definitely encourage people to yeah. do research and like I'm learning stuff every day so yeah like, I was actually know. gonna ask you something like that like what tips you have well we'll start with like college students like what tips you have for people who aren't sure about their major and are looking at finance because that was you like a year ago true um honestly before I was a finance major, I joined a finance organization because it was like, hey, maybe finance could be an option. I don't think so, but maybe. So maybe I should join a finance organization. And honestly, all my information, everything I know has been through organizations mm-hmm. that I found on campus. So if you can and you are have access to organizations or groups that are like focused on like finance careers, join it. Like like you need to like be surrounded by people like that because like that's the only way you'll get like information about like these things that you don't know Mm -hmm. and it's like you can do your own research but it honestly makes it so much easier to be surrounded by people who all want the same things and to like get information that you wouldn't necessarily think about on your own um yeah I didn't know too much about finance before I, I joined these organizations so like my understanding of like what careers were involved in finance was just like limited to like you know banking and like numbers and that was all I knew but like yeah those organizations definitely would help you figure out 
what you want to do. And there's a lot of different things that like I didn't realize I needed for like the career path I would might go down. It's like there's there's like certifications. There's like a Bloomberg marketing concept certification that you would get that industries like to see. There's also like the um, there's like a C, there's something called a CFA, which is like a chartered financial analysis something right. thing, which people would have to like pass that exam to um, work with like investments and stuff like that. So and it just depends on like where what where you want to get into that determines what yeah. types of like certifications you should get. And so there's a lot to it. So if you're interested in any of those things, yeah. let me know. Maybe I can try and break it down. So do certifications like get you? into the like do you have to have them to be in the job force or do they just help some of them are required some of them like you need to like there's like you know governmental regulations that you have to know about before you can like handle like securities and investments so like those are required to like become like an like a what's it called a financial advisor that deals with like investments um and then there's some of them that just like put you puts you on like a priority list because you have it so some are required some are just make you look good so Mm -hmm. um i would definitely just um use if you are at a university definitely talk to your professors they are they will be great resources to you and they do know a lot a lot and i feel like a lot of people don't use them but they are very great resources definitely should talk to them i know you have or had i don't know if you still have your certification but you have a certification um what was your like experience like getting that and then like afterward? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I got a life and health insurance license um, basically to um, enable me to like uh, consult people and help them with like retirement planning and helping them get insurance and stuff like that. Um, so my dad was the one who encouraged me to get it because he was in that field already. And so um, I think it was freshman year um during winter break that's Mm -hmm. when I just cranked out all the studying and took my license the first week of January which was so hard Mm -hmm. like if you have time you can space it out but like I just wanted to get it over with and I was very stressed but if you can handle it go for it do it like I believe in you um but yeah so like it was it was a lot of I studied, I went to Barnes and Nobles because we have like a Barnes and Nobles nearby. And I studied like from like 8 a.m. to like 9 p.m. every single day for like a whole month. And then I also took um, classes. I went to like a class in Peoria. You had to take in-person classes and they teach you stuff there too. So you have to take like a little mm-hmm. um, exam thing over there too while they teach you in class. You have to get like a number of credit hours. I also take an ethics class and how to like, you know, make sure you're doing your job right and not doing anything illegal and stuff like that. Um, so after all of that, I took my license, um, I think like two days, no, a, yeah, no, two days before I had to um, go back to campus. And um, you best know I was stressed. Um, <laughs> it was, it went all right though. I took the exam. Um, they didn't really give me my score. You have to get like a 75% to pass. So like, I know I got something above a 75 or a 75. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it went all right. I got my uh, license and um after that, I could start working. So then I started like working alongside my dad, who was a financial advisor, um, to just work with clients. So I did a lot. I could like te- technically, I could have technically just gone on my own, but I wasn't very confident. And um, I just worked with my dad to like help support him with his clients. So I would like follow up with them, be like, "Hey, um, do you still want this? <laughs> Bless you. Do you still want this product, or do you like? Do, do you want to like discuss it further? Do you like? Do you have any questions, concerns? And I would like discuss with the clients over that. I would also like call 
um, the underwriters who would take care of like the actual products and make sure it gets like delivered and stuff like that. Um, and so like, it definitely think it was worth it. I think it's given me so many opportunities and like kind of narrowed down what I want to do with my life just because I did it. And um, more people had been like, um, I guess like on LinkedIn, I guess when you like make a profile stuff, like when you have that sort of certification stuff, more people are like willing to talk to you and stuff like that. So they do something. And yeah, while it was like stress stressful, ugh, stressful in the moment, I definitely think it was worth it for me. Um, if you guys want like a more, like, I don't know, comprehensive rundown of that. I can do that at some point, but I feel like that would take a while. So, um, yeah, there's an answer. Um, this is going back sort of to like the tips thing. Um, do you think you have to like go to undergrad or graduate school to work in finance? That depends on or what career path in finance you want to go down. Cause like what I did as like a, um, financial professional helping people with retirement and stuff he I that wasn't through any like any uh uni university institution right. thing like I did that all outside of university so you don't need to go to university you don't need any degrees I know plenty of people who got like degrees in like literature and English who are now financial advisors okay so but if you're going to be working like corporate then you're going to need to go to yeah. university um so it depends on what you want to do um, so as soon as you figure that out, then you'll have your answer. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. You kind of just decided that you want to do the personal finance based on like your experience. Mm -hmm. Um, is there any other like advice you would give for people who don't know which finance route to go down? I think I would just, uh, go back to my other answer, like join organizations and groups and figure out what you want to do. Oh, also. It's never too early to start applying for an internship. There are plenty of freshmen who, and because the finance industry is so competitive, they start looking as early as like, you know, freshman and sophomore year mm -hmm. for like students who want to get into a career in finance. So yeah, I think internships is like stressful as they can be sometimes. They can really help you narrow down what you like and what you don't like mm -hmm. because you're like literally in the middle of it all and you have to deal with yeah, transactions and stuff that they do in like in the actual real world workforce sort of thing. So definitely give it a thought if you are thinking about a certain um, career path within finance because there are plenty of times when I've like gotten into um, like internship related things that have to do with finance and like me thinking I might like it and actually doing it then I'm like oh that's not as fun as I thought it'd be or like that yeah, was a lot more work than I thought it'd be or it was just not yeah. my cup of tea so like definitely get as much experience as you can but like also don't stress yourself out too much but it also is competitive so do push yourself yeah. <laughs> um but yeah and you don't really owe anything to the people that you're interning with like you don't have to like if they offer you a full-time position you don't have to take it yeah, that only really applies maybe like your junior year because like sometimes those internships are like a direct pipeline into getting mm -hmm. a job. So like they decide if you're a good fit for the company through the internships. But usually like freshman and sophomore year is just like you figuring practice. out what you want and like yeah, practice and experience. So yeah, usually the more experience you have, the better it looks. And um are most yeah. finance internships paid? Um I don't know. Uh I think it just depends on the company. I have a friend who is doing an internship right now that's not paid and she's doing a lot of the a lot of like really um hands-on things within the company so um I have an internship right now that's not really 
super finance related, but um, it's paid. <laughs> so like, I think it just depends. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you definitely have to do some research and looking around for that. So yeah, yeah. I think it might be out of time. Cool. Might be. But um, I hope this was informational and educational. And yeah. if you guys have any more questions, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> Fill out that survey in our bio yes. or you do the email thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can email us at farfromnormalpodcast2020 at gmail.com. You also have an Instagram at farfromnormalpodcast and a Google survey and the Instagram. So you can yes. also send in your thoughts and stuff anonymously (laughs) and then yeah like and subscribe on youtube Mm -hmm. and leave us comments and also engage with us on instagram because we love engaging with you guys and being of service yeah (laughs) yeah we have a twitter now too it's podcast far and then i'm setting up um just like a paypal account so eventually if you wanted to like support us so that we can start looking at merch or we can, you know, get a better mic and stuff like that. Um, please let us know and we can help you help us. Yeah. <laughs> We're excited. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. We're going to – we have so many ideas. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. But, yeah, thank you for tuning in, listening to us today. Love you guys. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye.